Good evening, and welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Pamela Robinson, and I am so excited to have you here in the virtual space with me once again for the podcast. Our topic tonight is culturally affirming mental health wellness products, season three episode number 10. And before we go into our discussion this evening, I would like to pause for a brief station identification. Thank you. Thank you so much once again for joining me in the virtual space this evening and or you may be listening to the Lotus Flower podcast as well on our various audio platforms. Well, this evening, I wanted to just talk with you tonight about culturally affirming mental health products. Oftentimes, when someone that we might know someone in our community, someone in our church, someone in our school system, someone in our social media network, or someone in our family, or that someone could be you that may be struggling with a mental health disorder. And oftentimes, there may not be any products out there that are available that are culturally affirming products that you can identify with. So tonight, I thought I'd share with you on the topic of affirming products and most of the products that are available, the Lord has blessed me to be able to actually create them myself out of lived experience from relatives in my family that have been diagnosed with mental health disorders and out of my professional experience as well. And I'm super excited to announce to the audience tonight that the Lord has blessed me to be able to acquire my social work credential here in the state of North Carolina. I have recently received my clinical social work license here 
from Michigan, transferred down here into North Carolina. So now I am up and able to practice once again clinical social work. So I'll be offering, not only am I a program manager where I oversee a parenting support program and I supervise six clinical therapists at the time and manage the entire program. And I thank the Lord for that. But I really miss being able to get out there and work directly with clients. And so now the Lord has blessed me to be able to once again get on board and start working with clients offering therapy services. So I will be telling you more information about that in the coming weeks. Well, as a clinical social worker and a pastoral, pastoral theologian, I assist clients to gain a sense of normalcy by implementing treatment activities to reduce their maladaptive behaviors and to maximize their behavioral self-control. I have collaborated with school personnel, probation officers, police officers, clergy members, and other influential parties. I know my way around the community rather well after having 25 plus years of experience in the field in both the clergy role as well as in my professional role. So both in the marketplace and both in the house of the Lord. So I thank and praise the Lord that I am a seasoned, powerful woman of God that he has blessed with a word of God for the body of Christ. As a woman theologian, oftentimes I venture into uncharted waters. However, because of the strong anointing that the Lord has put on my life, he has given me the ability to be able to stand amongst the masses and tell the world that there is hope for those that are struggling with mental health challenges. I pride myself in being able to help to bring about healing and to bring about wholeness and to bring about deliverance and restoration to those that are struggling with mental health challenges. I thank and praise the Lord that he has allowed me to be able to bring his word through educational seminars, through preaching the gospel, through evangelizing, and through mental health forms across the country. I thank and praise the Lord that he has allowed me to be able to publish three books. As an esteemed author, I have published the Emerging Hope Parenting Manual, The Color of Hope, African-American Mental Health in the Church, as well as my culturally relevant dissertation, education, the African-American church toward those with mental health challenges. And I thank and praise the Lord that he has allowed me to also develop a set of culturally affirming social and emotionally regulation flashcards for children. Thank God. Thank God, thank God that he has equipped us to have the knowledge and the ability to help those that are in our network 
to be able to know that there is hope. There is hope. There is hope. Never give up and never quit. The products that I have developed are a valuable resource to those of all denominations, all ethnicities, those who are caregivers and those who are care receivers, and those who are diagnosed with a mental health challenge themselves. Reach out and get those products. They are available on Amazon. They are available at the Kalamazoo Public Library. They are available on the Detroit City Book website. They are available at the Lotus Flower Etsy Club. They are also available through the Michigan News Agency and various websites. If you type in Dr. Pamela Robinson, then various websites will come up with those products. You may also purchase the products by reaching out directly to me at emerginghope at gmail.com and typing in the, the title, Seeking Mental Health Products. And then I will connect with you and make sure that you are able to have a copy of those products. I would like for you to know that in my lifespan of being a culturally relevant mental health therapist, the Lord has allowed me to be able to host various mental health forms in the Kalamazoo, Michigan community. Over 12 plus years, my late husband and I were able to host mental health forms. And when I say mental health forms, that means those were forms that we purposely brought together under the same umbrella. We brought together those that were diagnosed with mental health disorders, those in the community that were the support systems for those with mental health disorders. We brought under the same umbrella, those that were the service providers for people that are diagnosed with mental health disorders. We brought under that umbrella clergy. We brought under that umbrella those that were able to share their stories of being able to live victoriously with a mental health disorder because there's so much stigma and are centered around mental health until we were bringing forth people that came out and they told about their story. Maybe the Lord didn't heal them on this side of that mental health disorder. However, he equipped them with the tools whereby they were able to have productive lives. In my research, as I was preparing to write my dissertation for my doctoral degree, I was attending the former Apex School of Theology, now entitled Triangular School of Theology. While attending there, I was able to gather a lot of research behind the scenes about culturally relevant mental health products. When doing so, I was somewhat disappointed because there weren't 
a lot of products available for people that look like me. So in my research time, I decided that I would spend time not only writing out that dissertation, but developing culturally relevant products as well, so that as you wanted to be able to get information that maybe represented you a bit more, things that you could identify with, people that can identify with your story, then I was led to develop these products. I want to share with you an interview that I conducted with one of my cohort students that went through the doctoral pro program with me at the Apex School of Theology in Durham, North Carolina. This interview was done several years ago, but as I was gathering research, I was reaching out to those that were in my doctoral cohort to help and to provide information for that research product. One particular person, her name was Dr. Kendra, and she was a part of my cohort. And I conducted an interview with her about mental health, wellness, specifically about those that may be diagnosed with mental health disorders that are a part of the body of Christ. So I want you to listen to this interview and we'll come back and share more after the interview is aired. Thank you. Good afternoon. And today I'm here with a very good friend of mine, Miss Kendra Davis. Mm -hmm. And I'll let her tell you a little bit about herself. But the purpose of our meeting today is to talk a little bit about our upcoming Emerging Hope Ninth Annual Mental Health Forum. And we want to talk with Miss Kendra a little bit about her, um, her background and, and her affiliation with people that may present with uh, special needs, mental health challenges, and or developmental disabilities. And so I'll let her tell you a little bit about herself and then we'll ask a few questions. Thank you. Hi, good afternoon everyone. I'm Kendra Davis. I am a licensed clinical addiction specialist. I am also a certified criminal justice addiction professional, a clinical supervisor, and I also have a credential for the certified substance abuse, certified sex offender treatment specialist. So with all of those letters, I have a master's in rehabilitation counseling. It gives me the opportunity to serve individuals from all walks of life with various disabilities, whether they be physical, mental, and or emotional. And what we're seeing now in the field is that many people are having a spiritual somewhat disconnect, that we would say like a spiritual disability, that after having gone through years of addiction, they may be spiritually disconnected, spiritually numb. So we're seeing the face of disability to have so many different facets that it's not just physical disabilities like um, amputations, blindness, those sorts of things, but there are some silent disabilities that are often overlooked that people take for granted. So I'm excited about being here to work with you all today, you know, on this um, forum. Thank so you. Thanks. Thank you. And so, um, if you were um, at your church body, or any church body per se, and um, there were people in the congregation that presented with um, special needs of any type, 
what would you say that 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 body could do to actually help to embrace that person? Okay. Well, I think there are a couple things that the church has a responsibility to do. So first of all, when we think about um, in the Bible, it talks about how those with leprosy were pushed out into the outskirts of the city. So if there were one thing that I could really challenge the body of Christ to do would be to educate its members on disabilities and the different facets of disabilities. So how we can work with people, embrace people where they are, but be committed enough not to leave them there or push them to the excerpts of the city. Don't push them to the back of the church or push them out of the church, but figure out ways that we can embrace this issue. Because as the church, I believe we're called to be a healing station for everybody. Jesus taught his disciples how to net fish, not select fish. Amen. We have been guilty in the body of Christ of selecting who we want to be in our churches and to be involved. But when we begin to take on the lifestyle and the ministry of Jesus Christ, he net fish. He was prepared to deal with people from all walks of life. Think about it, Mark chapter 5. This man was a lunatic. He was in the graveyard cutting himself. Jesus was prepared to meet him where he was, but he didn't leave him that way. So with all that being said, I think um, in the body of Christ, we need to educate our congregants and empower them with resources on how to embrace people with what's going on with them. Do they feel welcomed and not ostracized? Yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. And so that will conclude our, our interview today. However, we'd like to, first of all, thank you so much for evangelist Kendra Davis coming out to speak with us on this topic and we hope to have you and you and you join us on April 30th 2015 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Kalamazoo Public Library in Kalamazoo Michigan for our ninth annual mental health forum and thank you again Miss Kendra for your time today and we truly appreciate you and your friendship Amen. Amen. If there's one other thing, if I could just leave you all with, yes. you know, the Bible talks about be careful how you entertain, entertain strangers, for you may be entertaining a stranger unaware. Yes. What, what would it be like if perhaps the person we're overlooking in our worship services because they don't look like what they think we ought to look. They don't sound like perhaps they've got some um, conditions that they're not responding to the loud music or the worship like everybody else. What would happen if we've overlooked, we've rejected an angel unaware because we are looking for the members of the body of Christ to meet the majority, but there may be someone hidden as a minority with a disability that we've overlooked. Amen. So I think we have to be um, to be better, be wise. I, I believe that this form will create an opportunity for your eyes to be open, your eyes of your understanding to be open, that the Lord will use um, this man and woman of God in this form to help you to embrace your mission and your call as members of the body of Christ, that we can serve everyone Amen. and to be disciples of Christ. So I appreciate what you all are doing. In the body of Christ. It is definitely a much needed service. So I just pray that your effort
efforts will continue to be blessed with good success. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain. So God bless you. And I'm excited for all of you all who are planning to partnership, to come out, to help this men and women of God, to carry the message and the mantle. For it is our responsibility, according to the scripture, that the harvest is right, but the laborers are few. Will you be one? Will you be a laborer committed to the cause of Christ, committed to win the lost at any cost, committed to lay hands on the sick and see them recover? Will you be one of those who will take the challenge to even disciple those with a disability? In Jesus' name, I pray and trust. God bless you. God bless. Amen. 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 And the Lord is just so good. When we conducted that interview with Dr. Kendra Davis, that was over eight years ago. The information that she shared eight years ago is still relevant today. Okay. Lord, for that interview, she talked about how we as a body of Christ, we've got to be able to recognize angels amongst us, that there are times in our lives that when people might come into our churches, that we might overlook them because maybe, just maybe, they don't look the part. Just maybe they may be acting in such a way that it just makes them stand out and it makes something look as though it just isn't quite right with them. But could that be possibly be an angel that we are overlooking? Because the Bible does say that we oftentimes entertain angels unaware. Could it be that the Lord had that person come there because they needed us? They needed to hear the word of the Lord preached to them. Maybe. Just maybe it was our opportunity to offer salvation to that person. We know the story of Mark chapter 5, verse 2. Many of us have heard that story of that man that was at the tomb cutting himself. Oh, he was sitting there feeling so hopeless. He felt like his situation was just overwhelming. But Jesus, Jesus, he did not see it that way. The Lord Jesus saw it a whole different way. He saw it from a whole nother lens. And that is what the Lord wants us to do when we encounter people that might have a mental health condition going on with them. Now, Jesus in Mark chapter five, he was with the disciples and and he was out on the sea and it was a tremendous storm going on right then. And and, and the disciples, they were thinking, well, we're going to die. We're in this hopeless situation. We're surely going to die. And, uh, you know, they, they were even fishermen. And so you would think they were the last people would be thinking this way. They were seasoned fishermen, but they felt helpless and they felt like they could even solve this problem being on the sea. 
But my reason for sharing this, and it ties in very well with our topic tonight, is because even in the midst of that impossible seeming situation that they found themselves in, the Lord Jesus Christ was able to help them. The Lord Jesus Christ was able to calm the sea. He was able to calm the sea, the storm that was going forth in the sea. So in that same chapter, when it seems as though that man that was demon-possessed was in an impossible situation, the Lord Jesus was able to encounter that situation. He was able to go forth and talk to that man. He didn't see it as a helpless, hopeless situation. He saw it as an opportunity. Now that very same man in today's time, if he was sitting there going through cutting himself and going through all of those hopeless rituals that he would do, he would be sent off to a mental institution, most likely. He wouldn't find love and hope, and he most likely wouldn't find salvation. But I thank and praise the Lord that he was able to see beyond the man's need, beyond the surface of what he was going through. Like the songwriter says, he looked beyond my fault and saw my need. Well, he looked beyond that man's condition and he saw his need. And so the Lord saw this as an opportunity for salvation. And the Lord, when he saw you or your loved ones or your clients or your parishioners or your social media network, whomever that might be under the sound of my voice tonight, when he saw you, he allowed clinicians, social work clinicians like myself and others all over the United States and into other countries that are listening into this podcast or watching. He gave us the knowledge to be able to develop products that would help you, culturally affirming products that will help you on your walk as you navigate the system of mental health wellness. I want you to know that there is hope and that you will find hope in the future, having only positive expectations. However, in order to move forward into the realm of hope, you've got to get outside of your own comfort zone and begin to seek help. Help can come in all types and shapes and all forms. The Lord has allowed me once again to be able to develop culturally affirming products to help you. He has allowed me first and foremost to be able to write The Color of Hope, African-American Mental Health in the Church. This is a culturally affirming book that I wrote 
after extrapolating the information from my dissertation. I wanted people to be able to enjoy the dissertation that I wrote, but oftentimes dissertations are read by those that are researchers, those that are actually completing a doctoral degree, or those that are teaching at your institutions of higher education that need this type of information. So I said to the Lord, how can I make the information in that dissertation more relevant to the masses? So he led me to once again, extrapolate the information from the dissertation, remove some of the graphs, some of the charts, and those types of things, and actually write it in the form of the book, The Color of Hope, African-American Mental Health in the Church. And I'm so thankful to be able to let you know that that book has been sold not only in the Kalamazoo, Michigan area where I live once, but it's been sold all over the country and into other countries to help those that are diagnosed with the mental health disorder or those that are serving people with mental health disorders or those that are family members, loved ones, neighbors, police officers, probation officers, that book has been a relevant tool that has helped those. Just like Jesus helped that man, well, the Lord has equipped me to help you through that book. And as I checked on my Amazon Central Authors page, each month I noticed that that book is selling at least 50 books per month are being sold because people want to have that knowledge and we're thankful for it. So before I go any further into the discussion this evening, I want to show you a video that was made as I was preparing to release this book we were able to have one of our videograph people put together a brief video that was advertising this book before it even became a product that you could actually purchase. So take a listen to this book and we'll come back and share more with you after the video. Hello, I'm Dr. Pamela Robinson, founder and co-pastor of Emerging Hope Ministries in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I'm here to introduce to you a book, The Color of Hope, that I am in the process of releasing in the fall of 2020. The book is for all people, even though it was written and based out of an African-American church experience, it is for all people from all walks of life. It will help you to better understand 
someone in your church that's struggling with a mental health disorder. It will also help you to normalize the situation for that person. And it will also help you to broaden your own understanding about mental health challenges, especially among Christian people. So we would encourage you to purchase the book, The Color of Hope, in the fall of 2020. Thank you. Thank you once again, The Color of Hope, Mental Health in the Church, the book. Once again, I have here in front of me has sold thousands of copies and each week it's selling more and more copies. And why? Because people are wanting to know more about culturally affirming mental health products. In the book itself, there are several chapters. Chapter one, after the acknowledgments in the book, it's a very weighty chapter. It's a chapter that really will have you thinking, hmm, I didn't know these things, but I'm glad that I have this tool. Chapter one, am I out of place? Thinking, when you're in a school system, when you're shopping in the mall, when you're on your job, when you're in your church, Sometimes you just might feel that you are just not fitting in, like I don't belong, or who am I, or who do I belong to? The answers to these questions may not be as straightforward to many, even Christians. A sense of belonging is something that people crave, especially in a world where the feelings of disconnections from others is commonplace and displacement is a huge problem. But I thank and praise the Lord that with this tool that you will be able to read it and you may be able to understand a bit more about why you might function a, a bit different and that's okay. The songwriter, there's a quote in the book by the songwriter Fred Hammond, and it expresses the condition of being lonely. The title of the song is The Loneliest Place in the World is Without You. And here are some of the lyrics that are quoted in this book. Too many of my days, Lord, I've tried to spend there searching for what I know was only found in you. I strayed so far away, I wasn't sure you were still there. But deep in my heart was a faint security and I could almost feel your open arms and hear you say to me, prodigal son, come back to my love. You are the one that my heart seeks for. Wherever you've done, I cannot even remember, although there are many in my house, 
It's still empty without you, my prodigal son. Have you so much mercy? You would pardon me. It's so hard to believe your love would hide my sins. And even though you take the past far away from me, could this be a chance to have a place in you again? Speak clear to me, Lord, that my faith would fully mend. That words are just, those words, I'm sorry, are resounding. And it lets you know that the Lord loves you no matter what, that you are not out of place. And that is found on page three of this book, The Color of Hope, African-American Mental Health in the Church. We wear masks sometimes. There's also a poem in this book that talks about we wear the mask. Take the mask off of your face and don't be ashamed. Get the help that you need so that you can live a full and productive life. Also, there are chapters in the book that talk about hidden in plain sight. There's a chapter that talks about the Black church, a change agent. Chapter four, facing unique challenges. Chapter five, mistrust. Chapter six, the hope culturally centered model. And that model has been utilized at Sunday schools in Michigan. And it's a model that's not only utilized in churches, but also in some medical facilities in Michigan that were able to actually take it on. And it's a model that talks about how to embrace African-American Christians and other Christians that want to have faith be a part of their treatment model. There's also a history chapter in the back. In the back, there are definitions. There's a reference list. There's a recommended lead reading list. There's about the author section and also book reviews. This is The Color of Hope, African-American Mental Health in the Church. This is a culturally affirming product that I have been blessed to write, and I would encourage you to get your hands on a copy of this book, not only for yourself, but for your family, friends, and your loved ones. We also thank and praise the Lord that he has allowed me to be able to develop, along with my graphic designer, a set of culturally relevant flashcards this is a fun-filled, culturally relevant game that will help your children, loved ones, students, Sunday school students, clients, nieces, nephews, neighbors, social media network. It will help you to help the children that are in your life Learn to deal with those really big emotions. This product that I developed was because I wanted to have some culturally affirming products to work with my clients in an inner city school that I was contracting with at the time.
Now, the benefits of this game is that children will learn how to get along better with others because they will be able to express their feelings in an appropriate way. This product will also help children to be able to pay better attention in school, in Sunday school, in youth church, when they're in therapy sessions, when they're working with you, maybe if you're outside gardening in your yard and they're working with you, mom and dad or grandma, they'll be able to pay better attention. This will help them actually learn how to be a more resilient person because they will have less meltdowns because they'll be able to articulate what they are feeling at the time. Some of the cards that are that are in this game are a card that has the word sadness on it. This particular card that has sadness on the front of it is an expression of a child that is terribly sad but the child doesn't have words for that really big emotion that they're feeling. So instead of being able to express how they're feeling, they might act it out in an inappropriate way. However, the Lord has once again allowed me to be able to develop this set of flashcards so that the children would be able to have a resource whereby they can express that feeling of sadness. On the back of the card, there are coping skills, culturally affirming coping skills that the child can utilize when feeling sad. One of the skills is that child could squeeze something, a stress ball, Play-Doh, or squeeze their fists. They could name an animal for every letter in the alphabet in order. They could name five things that they see, four things that they are touching, four things, they, three things they can eat, two things they can bounce on, and one thing they could hug. You see how that goes backwards from five all the way down to one? When they're doing that, that's helping that sad feeling to dissipate. They could also play with a friend outside that they might enjoy just playing with and playing hopscotch, kickball. They could also pray and read their Bible. They could talk to their Sunday school teacher, their teacher, their youth group leader. They could talk to their pastor. They could talk to their mom. They could talk to their therapist. They could talk to the school social worker. There are coping skills that the child can use when feeling that big emotion of sadness, culturally affirming products. Also in the cards, there is jealousy. The card with the really big feeling of jealousy. Hmm, you might say, kids have feelings of jealousy? 
I thought maybe that was only an adult feeling, that only adults walk around feeling jealous of one another and throwing shade at each other. But I'm here to tell you, honey, those that I have counseled or those that I have come in contact with, little children have these really big emotions and one of them is jealousy. Now, if a child is feeling this way, on the back of the flashcard, as you can see on your screen, or those that are listening on our audio platforms, there are coping skills and there are culturally affirming coping skills. One of the skills is the child might be jealous of another child that is getting better grades than them. But instead of being jealous of that person, that child could begin to study hard to get better grades themselves rather than having ill feelings toward other children. They could also learn not to compare themselves with other kids or even their siblings. You could let them know, parent, caregiver, whomever the adult is that's working with that child, you can let them know that their abilities and talents are unique, that God blessed them just the way they are. So they don't have to be jealous of anyone else. You could also let them know that it's very important to learn how to care for others and how to share in someone else's success and care about when someone else may be doing better than you. Care to the degree that you're going to celebrate them. Let the child know that when making friends, we've got to be able to appreciate what they're bringing to the table and to help them to be able to deal with that feeling of jealousy. Let them know that oftentimes doing random acts of kindness is a way to deal with not having this feeling of jealousy. So we are thankful that once again, the Lord allowed me to develop this set of blooming with new coping skills, culturally relevant flashcards. And on the front, you can see the relevancy of the flashcards. We have brown children. We have children that are light tan. We have children that are white or creamy. We have children that are the color of the sand. We have a set of relevant affirming flashcards that all children can actually identify with culturally affirming products. I also want to let you know about a product that the Lord allowed me to develop as well. And that is my parenting manual. The Lord allowed me to be able to write the Blooming with New Hope Parenting Educational Manual. This is the third edition of this manual. The manual was written 
out of lived experience. Back way back, I believe in 2002, if not even a little bit before then, I experienced a biblically affirming divorce. And actually, it was in 1994. I see here in the cover of the book. In 1994, I found myself unexpectedly a single parent, and I was left to raise three children on my own. Now, in the wake of that staggering life circumstance, I saw it as an opportunity to reframe that situation into a positive resource for myself and for other single parents. So I thank and praise the Lord that I was able to successfully navigate that challenging situation with his help. God was so merciful. He allowed me to be able to write this parenting manual, Blooming with Hope Parenting Educational Manual. This is a culturally affirming product, once again. And the product is available for purchase on Amazon, on the Emerging Hope Ministry website, and at various bookstores in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and or you can purchase the product by reaching out to me at emerginghope at gmail.com. After I found myself unexpectedly a divorced African-American single parent woman left to raise those three babies on my own, the Lord told me on one blistering cold morning that I want you to begin to write out your story. I want you to begin to put it in the form of a book. I want you to do this because I want you to be able to help other single parents. So out of that situation was birthed, once again, this manual in the third edition. So it has been actually rewritten three times. So utilizing my own experience as a single parent, I was able to write this multicultural interactive educational manual. The manual is being utilized in various teaching communities throughout Kalamazoo County and throughout the United States and into other countries. I thank and praise the Lord that when I was utilizing the manual, I was able to use it with parents that were mandated for parenting classes through the local Department of Health and Human Services in Kalamazoo, Michigan, particularly those that were under the Child Protective Services Program. Many of the parents that were in that class, that first class that I was able to utilize this culturally affirming product graduated from those classes with honors, with the tools whereby they were able to go out and parent their children in a more successful and a 
appropriate, affirming way. And I thank and praise the Lord that not only that, the children of those parents were able to even improve in their academic abilities because the parents were less stressed and able to focus more on the children when they were at home. The parents were able to social to be able to focus on the children's social and emotional well-being. The parents, as a result of taking the class, they were able to be better equipped to serve as their child's first teacher. Blooming with hope, culturally relevant, parenting educational manual, that is a tool that's yet available to you as well. And we are grateful for that product. We are also grateful to the Lord that he is a good God. And being such a good God, he has allowed me to be able to not only operate in faith-based communities, but also in the marketplace. As the products that I have shown you this evening, they have actually been able to help the masses. Those products that the Lord has actually put inside of my spirit and brought them out to fruition. They are for you. They are for you because they will bring hope and healing. Oftentimes, we walk around in places of defeat, thinking that hope will never come my way, that I'll never get out of this situation that I find myself in. But I want you to know that hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And that you can believe in hope, having only positive expectations. The Lord is with you in your brokenness. The Lord often takes us through a broken situation so that we can experience the new level that he has designed for us. Brokenness is often the road to a breakthrough. So I want you to know, do not be afraid to reach out and get the help that you need if you are struggling with a mental health challenge. Don't be afraid to reach out and know that hope is available to you. Know that the Lord loves you. He went out of his way for that man in Mark chapter 5, verse 2. And he'll go out of his way for you time and time again. And the Lord, once the noise is able to be quieted down on the inside of your mind, he will give you new ideas. He will give you new found thoughts. He will give you an idea 
of how to turn around something in your life that the devil might have meant for naught to destroy you. He'll give you an idea to turn that situation around into a relevant situation for those that are in your fear, sphere of influence. However, before you can get to that place, you've got to be able to quiet down the noise that might present itself from a chemical imbalance or from an environmental situation that may have caused situational mental illness. And once again, you're on your way. However, there are culturally affirming products that are available to you to help you on your journey. And those products, once again, we'd like to be able to make available to you from the Emerging Hope Ministries. You may purchase the Color of Hope African-American Mental Health in the Church. You may purchase the Blooming with Hope New Coping Skills, Emotionally Regulation Flashcards. You may purchase the Blooming with Hope Parenting Educational Manual or my culturally relevant cutting edge dissertation from Amazon, from the Detroit City Book Club, from the Michigan News Agency, from the Kalamazoo Public Library, by typing in to my author's central page on amazon.com or by simply going to Amazon. You may also go to my Lotus Flower Etsy shop page, or you may contact me by sending an email to emerginghope at gmail.com and typing in the browser culturally relevant products. Be sure to get the help that you need by purchasing these products as well as other products that are available to you. Amazon and Google together have made products available at our fingertips. There used to be a time that we have to literally go to the public library to get into the card catalog. I'm dating myself and look through that catalog and then write down the number of that particular product and then take that num number and go to the shelves in the library and find the product. But now all you got to do right there from the comfort of your home, type in the Google, Dr. Pamela Robinson, Lotus Flower Podcast, type into Amazon, Dr. Pamela Robinson, 
Blooming with New Coping Skills flashcards and the other products that I mentioned. And hey, the products appear and all you have to do is put in your payment information and there we are, the products are there on your doorstep, probably in less than a week's time. So do me a favor, get the help that you need. Don't sit around and wait until it's too late. The Lord hears your cry and he has put help right there out at your fingertips. So don't be like that man on the boat that was drowning and the Lord was sending help to him. He was sending help through a person that came swimming by the boat, but the person was all raggedy and the person smelled and the person just didn't look the part. So he said, no, you can't help me. He sent help again. He sent a pigeon flying over the man's head and the pigeon had a note right there in his beak and he was trying to just land so the man could get the note. But the man was thinking birds don't fly with notes in their beak. Huh, that couldn't be help for me. The Lord sent a big boat right in front of the man's raft when he was drowning. And the man was like, that boat is too loud and noisy. All those people on that boat partying and doing stuff that I don't do. And I don't agree with that lifestyle. I don't want to be rescued by somebody with a boat like that. So the man couldn't even be helped because he was so picky in terms of who he received the help from. But I'm here to tell you tonight or this morning or this afternoon or this evening, wherever time zone that you find yourself in, that the Lord is sending help for you. And the Lord is sending quarterly affirming products through people just like me. So do not wait to get the help that you need because it's right at your fingertips. Tonight, the Lotus Flower Podcast. And as you can see, before I end the podcast this evening, I want you to look at this particular comic strip that's on your screen. This particular comic strip that I'm sharing with you on your screen for those that are watching. And then for those that are listening, I'll go ahead and tell you how it appears. This particular comic script, it's about hope. It's about Linus and Lucy from the Peanuts. You know that the Peanuts that were that comedy strip and she forever bothered Linus, she being Lucy. Now, in the comic strip, it reads, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And so she's lying there on the piano and Linus is playing the piano and he isn't stuttering her. You know, that's one of those Ebonic words, stuttering. He isn't stuttering her. So she's just trying her, her best to flirt with him and saying, well, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. But he looks up 
And then she looks up and smiles at him. And she says, are you going to give me a valentine? And he just stares at her like, huh? You think so? But then after he got done staring at her, he just put his head back down and stepped strumming on the piano. And then he said, as he had his head down, looking at the keys, he said, I never have. So what makes you think that I'll give you one this year? <laughs> Linus told her he served her, didn't he? And so she just sat there looking dumbfounded at him. But then she got mad and she hit her hands on the piano and he actually bounced up off of the piano bench and hit his head on the floor, which was not a very nice thing for her to do. But the reason I'm sharing this comic strip with you all tonight is because Lucy, Lucy had hope. You see, Lucy wasn't going to just walk away and give up on something that she really wanted. She wanted it so bad, she was even willing to put herself out there and be disrespected by someone. Now, I'm not telling you to put yourself out there and be disrespected, but I am telling you to have that same resilient spirit that that cartoon character has, Lucy. You know, if you know that story from the Charlie Brown series years ago. We watched it growing up and it's in reruns now. She was persistent. And so that's what you've got to be under the sound of my voice. When you're seeking those culturally affirming products, don't just stop because you can't find something or maybe you don't have the money to get it or maybe it's just not reading right or maybe you're thinking, well, I don't need that or Maybe you're thinking, well, that's just too much for me and I'm not there yet and this is from her and I don't like what she wrote and so I want to go get mine from Tony Evans So I want to purchase something from Oprah. I don't want to purchase it from Dr. Robinson, but I'm here to tell you, just like Lucy in that comic strip, she was persistent and she didn't give up and she didn't let anything stop her. Don't use all those excuses that you might have and allow them to stop you. Be persistent and go out and get the help that you need. And those that are in the support system of people that might be diagnosed with mental health disorders or that might be struggling, walk alongside of them and encourage them. Don't give up on them, love on them and support them so that they can get the help that they need. Thank you all for listening this evening and for watching this evening to the Lotus Flower Podcast, title, Culturally Affirming Mental Health Products. Culturally Affirming Mental Health Products. Be sure to like, comment, and to subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast. In doing so, you will always 
know when the podcast will air because it will drop right into your inbox and you will never miss an episode of the podcast. The podcast topics are designed just with you in mind. My mission in life that the Lord has given me is to help people to live fruitful and productive lives. And he has given me this vehicle whereby to do it. I am your host, Dr. Pamela Robinson of the Lotus Flower Podcast. And I want you to know that the Lord loves you so much. And he is waiting for you to love on him just as much. And for those of you that are loving on him with your whole heart, mind, body, and soul, there are always new levels to go in him. So just continue to grow in the Lord and know that with God, all things are possible and that there is nothing too hard for the Lord. And know that you can do all things through Christ Jesus that gives you the strength. Philippians chapter 4 verses 13. You can do, once again, all things through Christ Jesus that gives you the strength. Thank you for joining me this evening for the Lotus Flower Podcast. We will air again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I will be with you here. And my guest will be with you here to share and to walk alongside you as you journey through this thing called life. Have an amazing rest of the day. And once again, be sure to like, comment, and to subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast. Bye-bye for now.